right. Hi, everyone. We are about to start our, well, we did I guess, just start our recording for the Well-Read Dames podcast, uh, episode four. Uh, Susie and I just went live a second ago on Instagram we for the first time. We so weird. We did. We chose like the galaxy filter, which was cool because it At looked first, like a space. And then I looked like a clown. And then my teeth looked like I was being x-rayed. Like a vampire. <laughs> Ooh, not, cool. not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Alicia is now with us as well. She made it. Hello. Hey, hey. We have eaten our pizza. Mm-hmm. We are two glasses of wine in. Mm-hmm. And we are ready to talk about The Chemist by Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Uh, we need to say, and by that, I mean, I need to remember to start saying that spoilers are ahead. If you've not read this book, we are about to talk in detail about it. We're going to go through the plot. We're going to go through what happens. We're going to talk about the characters. So if you've not read The Chemist, it was it was good. So if you've not read The Chemist, it's by Stephanie Meyer. Pause this. I hate to tell people, like, stop listening to my podcast <laughs> or whatever, but really do pause it, check out the book, and come back. If you don't want to listen to me and you still want to listen to it, that's fine. If you, I guess if you hate reading, just kind of like a fun synopsis of what books are. I mean, we're like the cliff notes of <laughs> modern day. We're like uh, inappropriate, explicit cliff notes yeah. regarding stories. Um, so feel free to listen, but just know spoilers abound and yeah, and we're about to get into it. I do want to announce we did. Oh shit. I forgot a thing. So it's downstairs and I can get it if we want it. Um, I thought like every book, when they talk about food, I'm kind of a foodie and several times throughout the chemist, pop tarts were mentioned. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like she was like. And I was in a rush, so I grabbed a thing of Pop-Tarts. I was like, God, I love Pop-Tarts, but I never buy them. Yeah. So I bought, <laughs> I didn't buy cherry. I bought <laughs> s'mores and I bought brown sugar cinnamon. Ooh, so if inspired. we like, yeah, I was. So if we get like a hankering for some <laughs> sweets later on in the podcast, we can pause this real quick and go grab <laughs> us some Pop-Tarts and we'll let you guys know how that's going. Um, <laughs> taste test Pop-Tarts. Taste test s'mores versus brown sugar <laughs> cinnamon, my two favorite Pop-Tarts. I was in a Walgreens, and I decided just to grab both of them earlier today. I like there it. Um, inspired. Uh, our next book that we're going to be reading is called Still Lives. Um, I don't remember who the author is right now, and I'm currently looking it up. But this book was actually posted originally on the Reese Witherspoon um, like Instagram book club. Book club. Yeah, her yeah. Instagram book club. And it was funny because we had just, we had just recorded ours and we'd mentioned, you know, maybe we'll follow, um, maybe we'll follow one of their books that way in case someone already follows her book club and listens to it, then they could enjoy our podcast as well. So it's called Still Lives. It's by Maria Hummel and that's H-U-M-M-E-L. So it's by Maria Hummel. Um, it's a thrilling mystery. I think that there's a, um, a disappearance and regarding people that an artist, uh, that works in a museum or that's artists, at least in a museum. So it's like a suspenseful read. Um, I guess we've done kind of a few suspenseful reads. This book was kind of suspenseful mm-hmm. in a dark, dark, what is suspenseful? Mm-hmm. What I almost forgot is suspenseful in a different way. Yeah. It's yeah, not it suspenseful in like a, you're going to get murdered way, but <laughs> it is suspenseful and you don't know who you are way. So, but I'm excited about that. Uh, Susie loves museums. I do. 
Uh, she is a big fan. I am. I love them a lot. And so I think I'm really excited about that. So um, if you ever have any art history questions, uh, feel free to, to reach out to us and Susie might be able to answer them for you. I don't yeah, really know. I mean, a long time ago, I got a bachelor's degree in that art history, but I remember like two things from it. So maybe don't <laughs> ask me questions <laughs> or do or do and I'll make it up as I go. <laughs> we'll do some research on our end. Uh, it's more than what I know about it. So um, I'm, ex I'm very excited for this book. Um, so let's get into the chemist, you guys. Cool. Cool. I, this is the first time I actually finished it about a week ago. Yeah. So I'm going to need help on the details. Oh, that's fine. I just finished it today during lunch. Girl. Yes. High five because usually I'm the one reading it last. I'll tell you guys what happened because it was my own fault and it mm. was kind of funny. Mm. So I mentioned last time how I downloaded on Audible. Yes. And I was Like a long, long time ago. Oh, long, like yeah. over a year ago. But I started listening to it because I was traveling for work in the car, and I was like, this is so great. I was like, I'll just listen to the first couple of chapters because I ordered the book on Amazon, and it was delivered to my house, and the book is much thicker than I was anticipating it being. Um, not that that's intimidating, but I was just like, I just kept listening to it on Audible mm -hmm. to the fact that I went on another work trip, and I drove for like four hours. Nice. So next thing I know, I am halfway through the book or something. I'm on like chapter 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. And I'm still listening to it. And it gets kind of into, like, the lovey, romancy stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hold the fuck on. Like, I don't know if it was her voice or whatever, but I was not into this love story. Like, I wanted to be. I wanted it so bad. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I think there's a difference between when I read it in my head and I think about, like, the man than, yeah. like, her voice of the main character. I'm sorry. I'm kind of jumping to random parts here. But do that. <laughs> I then read the book from the beginning. So even though I was halfway through it. It's long. It's long. So I grabbed my book and I, I read. And it was it was two days before I was even caught up. And by that point, it was this week. And so mm -hmm. <laughs> I just like sat inside hours at home and just like finished it. But it was, it was so good. I finished it today. Yeah. Um, but that was how I screwed up and almost didn't finish the book for the podcast. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't like me. Like, I procrastinate. You're like, eh, I just want a better voice in my head. I know. That's like. what it was. And I remember, like, I had, like, a mental deadline. You know, I was like, if I'm not at this part of the book by this date, like, I have to just skip to where I am and read the rest of the story. Like, it's more important that I finish the rest of the story, but I'm also, like, externally stubborn. So instead of doing that, I was just like, I'm going to read for a whole fucking night, and then I'm going to read for the next fucking night, and I'm just going to keep <laughs> reading until my eyes roll out of my head or until I have finished it, and luckily I finished it. Yay, so yay. last night I had like 100 pages left to go, and I couldn't read anymore, and I was like, you know what? I can do 100 pages pretty fast. Yeah. So my lunch break today was like a speed read marathon, <laughs> and I finished it, and I was like, yes! Oh, I'm so successful! Um, which was good because I had like a lot of cleaning at the house to do before you guys showed up. So I was like, you guys are going to find me very unprepared if I don't finish this book on time. But yeah. it was great. And Suze was lovely and brought the pizza. And um, so, yeah. So let's kind of get into the characters. Like Stephanie Meyer wrote this book, right? And mm -hmm. she, we've all read Twilight and I think we've all read The Host. Mm -hmm. And those books are both different, but I think very good. Yeah, but they're both definitely. extremely different than The Chemist. That I definitely like this better. You like this better. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Um, I didn't think I liked it better, but I really liked that it was different. 
Yeah. And I really like there's like a, the beginning where she's writing about what inspired her. And apparently she is a big fan of like action movies and like spy stories. Gotcha. And I like that that's what inspired her to write this book. Because it's out yeah. of it's very out of her writing comfort zone of like young adult, right? For sure. um, and I was like, like proud of her for branching out and like really happy that she did because mm -hmm. I enjoyed it a yeah. lot. Um, but it's a very different story. So does someone want to kind of kick off who our main character is? I can do it. Otherwise, I, say, I don't remember her name. What's her name? <laughs> She okay, goes by Oh, that's yeah, actually that's a really good thing on my part. Of yeah. course, I don't remember her name. Yeah, yeah it changes like <laughs> almost constantly. at the beginning. It's changing, and I found that like weird at first. The first yeah. three chapters for me were hard to get into it. And yeah, it's because we're in we're just kind of dropped into her world without yeah any warning. Mm -hmm. Like it's she's going on and on about she's on the run. She's hiding out. You get that really quickly. Mm -hmm. And once a month, right, she checks her email. Yeah. And so, and she drives like four states away from where she's hiding out and she goes to a local library and then mm -hmm. she checks her email and then she leaves. So up until then, it's, it's good because she's talking about all of her preparations, mm -hmm. which is extremely detailed and has to be very thoroughly researched, I would think, because yeah. I was like, I don't know any of this stuff, yeah. but very creative, covered from head to toe and, and basically weaponry. Well, and I really like, oh yeah, that, that's different than what I'm about to say. We'll, so uh, we'll go back to that. Yeah. But I like that. She did all of her research through, like, just crime novels. Yeah. <laughs> like, when she was waiting for the computer, she's like, oh, we'll just do more research on stuff <laughs> I can do. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cute. That was cute. I liked her internal struggle about stealing from the library. Yeah, because yeah. that would have been me. Yeah. Like, like, I'm about to die, but I feel real bad about taking this book. <laughs> I'm really sorry, other library people. Yeah. So, yeah, don't steal kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you were talking about mm. the weapons and stuff. Yeah. That was so, really cool. It's really cool, but it's it's like it's not plot driven. It's just information. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is kind of it's part of the plot later. It is part of the plot later. Yeah. But like the first couple of chapters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I feel like for me, I always think of like it's gonna sound nerdy, but Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. He always started his plays out with a fight, and okay. it was because one their plays, but also because the crowd was normally like an unruly. Right. bunch of like hooligans yeah and if he didn't start it out with something exciting like an action to pull them in they might just like throw tomatoes at the actors and have like a riotous crowd right. which is why not every but a lot of his plays start out like something really happening really fast at first yeah and then you kind of get into the plot after like the thing but it's like yeah. to grab your attention and for this, it was a lot of information, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, okay, so are you going to find the Temple Library? Like, you're stealing from the library. <laughs> and I, you know, it was just, like, being with her, but I didn't know why she was hiding. Mm -hmm. um, and you're learning about her as you go. But by the time we got to Chapter 4, that's when I feel like the plot really kicked in for me, at mm -hmm. least me personally. And I was, like, all the way in mm -hmm. from that point. Yeah. Because we realized that she used to be, like, a... She's called the chemist because she was like a chemical torturer mm -hmm. for information to stop bad guys from doing bad things. Right. So instead of doing like traditional torture, like, you know, we think of where, you know, you cut someone open, you shoot them in the kneecap, you waterboard them, you know, you burn their hair, like whatever you want to think of, like you peel their skin slowly, like real <laughs> Games of Thrones Gross. stuff. You know what I mean? Um that's what I think of what I think of torture. Right. Or like you kill someone in front of them or you hurt them. Like something, some variety of torture. So instead of doing that, she's much more 
clinical about it, mm -hmm. where she has a bunch of compounds that she's created, or I mean, one's just lactic acid, and I've never thought about lactic acid being injected into a person. Yeah. But Alicia has, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, world. Hey. <laughs> but it was science. <laughs> it was horrifying. But yeah, it was extremely scientific. So um, the character, whose original name was Juliana, but she goes by Alex for the majority of the book. Yeah. Um, she was working for the government and basically learned too much. Classic story. Right. If you learn too much information and you have to cover it all up, you got to take out all the witnesses. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't even know what she learned, which that would that would be horrible. Right. She's been running. She's been yeah. running. For She's three like, what years. did I do? I don't know. Yeah, she has no idea. I'll take it back. She <laughs> barely escaped the first time when they killed her lab partner, who was like her only friend mm -hmm. and real only family, it felt like. Mm -hmm. And so, and she she barely escaped on the beginning. So she's just been running. So she's been learning this whole thing. She's not a spy. Right. She's not like a specially trained special forces kind of person. Mm -hmm. And she's tiny from the description. She's like yeah, like a tiny skinny person that doesn't have a lot of like physical attributes that would win out in a fight. So she has to be very smart and methodical about mm -hmm. all of her moves. Um, so once you learn that, you're like, all right. Uh, but she checks her email on email day at the library, mm -hmm. and she's brought in on, she's contacted by Karsten, who becomes mm -hmm. a major character in the story. Yeah. And he's a former colleague of hers, and he's, like, apologizing. Well, no, he's just like, are you tired of running? He apologizes when they meet. Right. But basically, he dupes her into meeting him. Also, there it is right there. What? Yeah. Really? I know. <laughs> Why does she go in the first place? With exactly. as careful as she's been. Mm -hmm. She just kept running. And, like, the whole dialogue in her head after she meets, which we'll get to in a minute. But it's like, you you know. You know this is a trap. You I have feel to like know. it was like that. I'm trapped. tired of running. Maybe, maybe. it's authentic. Maybe yeah. they really need me or whatever. Maybe right. this will help me so I don't have to keep running because I'm tired. Right. That makes sense. You I, know? Mean, I guess I feel there, like there could be that hope. could be a trap. But yeah. I think she was more hopeful. I get it. I do. I but also, self-preservation. like, yeah. as she was reading the email, I'm like, I know she's going to go. Because yes. otherwise, the, the book's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but What's happening? Well, why on. would you go? Why would you go? Oh, because she, she fills in that the, the department that she used to work for, which has no other name besides the department, mm -hmm. has already, in the past three years, sent three assassins to try and kill her. Mm -hmm. And luckily, due to her booby traps, um, they've all died. So that's how she's gotten away in the past. Yeah. So whenever they have located her, they've tried to take her out with a trained killer. Also, one more sidebar. Mm. They know who she is. They do. Yeah. They know what she does. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're sending assassins that are totally, like, willfully unprepared, which I think she <laughs> brings up at one point, too. She does bring up with yeah. those one guys. But it's like they, they have to know by this point, and then they come up with this really absurd thing that they're like well this will work for sure <laughs> you know what we haven't tried guns <laughs> guns yeah none of these people come with gas masks no you know? and then she kills them that's what i thought too like are they not autopsying these people right. with I these drugs or does she burn the bodies it made it seem like that they knew how she killed them right, right. i don't know if but they just like keep the guns for hire it's kind of like <laughs> not my problem if you're not <laughs> they're like oh it doesn't really matter this guy seems like a dick yeah. <laughs> it's okay if he dies maybe yes. she'll get beat up or something mm -hmm. she's really little she's just yeah. like really she's like a little girl yeah. like you can yeah. take this out no, she's like the Black Widow. Like she's ready to strike at any moment. Yeah. She sleeps with a gas mask on. Like I would not. I would not mess with her. She's no. terrifying. And they should know that. That was her job. But right. whatever. 
<laughs> Maybe they're not bright. I don't know. Maybe the other scientist men are not very smart. Maybe not, yeah. Um, so, uh, but that's kind of funny. So she does. She meets Karsten. She sneaks up on him, though. Yeah. She's smart enough to not go to the meeting place. Right. Because they're probably just She goes, like, a sniper. week early. Yeah. yeah. And she, weeks. like, ambushes him at lunch. Yeah. Which I might have just, like, dosed his food. Yeah. And then been like, oh, if you want the anecdote to the dose I just gave you. Yeah. Tell me if you're lying or not. She doesn't do it, though. But he gives her these files um, when she requests them. He's unprepared, so he skipped them. And she thinks that a super virus is going to be released in four major American cities, which would have an impact of probably killing at least a million people. At least, yeah. So Mm -hmm. once she has this information, trap or not, she knows it's likely still a trap. Yeah. But trap or not, she feels obligated morally yeah. To go, because she thinks, what's my life, versus millions of innocent lives. Right. You know, and I get the argument. I do. It's a I, moral conflict, you know. I also you feel like... You can stop something and no one else can. Yeah. Do you do think it. she could have done more research, though? Yes. Like... Yes, They okay. kind of set it up for, like, it's going to happen in... They gave her three days. Three yeah. Days. It was like a some, week or something. Yeah. yeah. Something really quick. So I, I do get it, but it just seems like when she's tailing him, well, I guess she did her own research. She tailed him. Mm. But it's like, this isn't adding up. It doesn't add up. And it bothers her that it's not adding up. Right. So they give her a mark of Daniel Beach. Uh, he's a teacher. He seems like all-around good guy. Mm-hmm. His parents were k- tragically killed. He's like a really sad backstory. His brother, older brother, I think, mm-hmm. fell into drugs. And like died in jail. And then died in jail. Yeah, got arrested, died in jail. He's basically alone in the world. He's divorced. His wife left him mm-hmm. for some asshole with more money and a Mercedes. Yeah. And so he's really down on his luck. Yeah. And he volunteers and does builds houses. Oops, sorry, Alicia, I just like <laughs> rammed her with my chair. Um, he builds houses for Habitat for Humanity mm-hmm. in the summer. Yeah. So when he has summers off, he's like still giving back, you know. And he works yeah. in like an inner city DC school, and he mm-hmm. coaches volleyball. Yeah. And he's just like an all around good guy. Except for all the weird payments coming into his Cayman bank account or whatever, mm-hmm. where they're telling him um, that they it adds up to over a million dollars. Yeah. Um, and they have pictures of him with this known drug cartel leader mm-hmm. that has the virus. Yes. And they're saying, you know, he somehow, we don't know how, somehow got recruited by this drug cartel leader and is working on the, you know, with the cartel to release this virus. Mm-hmm. Which also doesn't make sense. And she knows it doesn't. It doesn't add up. Because she's like, drug dealers don't want to kill their customers. Right. Because then they don't have people to sell their drugs to. Right. So it doesn't make sense that he's trying to kill millions of people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just like, it's two different avenues, you know? It's, yeah. It's terrorism versus, you know, drugs, you know, which are also bad, but, like, not the same level. Very different. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, cartels are scary, but... You know, millions of people buy chemical weapons. Also bad. So she's she knows it doesn't add up. She's like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Generally not the motivation of the same people. But once again, she doesn't think she has a lot of time. She trails this guy. And she's, like, confused trailing it because he seems to be exactly what she thinks he is. Just like a good guy teacher. Yeah. He doesn't display any, like, hidden tendencies. But she's seen these pictures of him with the leader of the cartel. And he looks very different. And she starts thinking maybe he has a split personality, maybe he has disassociative identity disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, she's trying to diagnose them because she's trying to make sense of it herself. Right. But either way, the risk is too great. And she captures, she captures Daniel Beach. Yeah. 
What did you guys think about the capturing of Daniel Beach? Does anyone want to talk about it? Sure. I feel like this could be I, like a sidebar. The capturing of Daniel <laughs> Beach. I feel like it was pretty clever for the most part. I mean, she kind of dressed like a, like a businesswoman and kind of was very strategic and like moving with groups of people. So she was being tailed mm. that they wouldn't be able to like identify her from like as a standalone person. Um, and then she kind of just got his attention on the train essentially and he ended up striking a conversation with, I think kind of caught her off guard. She was just going to essentially drug him, <laughs> Yeah. but she was able to do it anyway. And he was yeah. just very complicit and just like following her around and just very yeah. friendly and <laughs> It so it comical. it reminded me of the last book we read in a bit, Stolen, oh, yeah. because, oh, yeah. but in that one, she was drugged, and afterwards he was like, oh, but you enjoyed it, you had fun, and it's like, because <laughs> she was drugged out of her mind, but in this time, he apparently did literally enjoy it, he's yes. like, because later he's like, no, I'm really, I was in love with you from that first moment. Yeah, yeah. oh, and, because he's flirting with her before Yeah, he's flirting with her the whole time, Yeah, like, and he keeps, keeps saying... Well, like, let's go on a date, and then, yeah. but later when he's drugged, he would, he said, I like your face. I like, yeah, your, face. I like yeah. your face. So I, I was torn by this. I both thought it was cute and, like, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Which is my main qualm with this book is the relationship between Daniel and yes, her. I agree. Which uh, is my main qualm with Stephanie Meyer in general mm, in all of the books. Yeah. I still really... I enjoyed it, but I, I liked this whole meeting on the train, but the whole time I'm kind of like, really? <laughs> Can I talk about the parallels I was drawing between this book and other Stephanie Meyer books? Yeah. I talked to Alicia a little bit about it. Do you think I should hold off? Maybe should we go into like well, hold torture on. scene or no? Ooh, the torture. Mm. Oh, but yeah, basic synopsis. He was flirting with her yes. on yeah. on the little bus or train, yes. whatever, yeah. before the tram. We'll just say tram. I don't know. Yeah. Before she drugged him. And yes. that caught her off guard because... I think it's important for me when I was reading it and everyone to keep in mind that she's not a spy. This is not what she did professionally. She right. didn't impose, like, she wasn't an imposter and trying to infiltrate, like, mm -hmm. people. No, she worked in a lab. They brought her a guy, chained up, and she injected him with weird shit until he told the truth. Like, this is all learning from, like, novels, like, right. crime story novels, which, like, you know, that's cool. Could be cool. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so... Uh, Alicia, do you want to take away on the, the lactic sure. acid torture session? So, yeah, basically she gets him back to like, a makeshift lab and, like, a um, barn that she's kind of created, like, this area where it's, like, tarped off so you can't really see his surroundings. It's kind of, like, muffled a little bit. Um, and I felt, like, very exposed for him. Yeah. He's naked. She, like, strips him <laughs> butt ass naked before she even gets to this place because in case he has a tracker or something, cause she's convinced, you know, that he must work for her these bad guys so they must want to keep tabs on him at all times mm -hmm. so he's completely naked and then she <laughs> poor daniel chains, chains him up and places a catheter that makes it feel the most invasive i feel like i know it's very smart but also like i don't uh, want to clean up pee but at the same time you stuck a tube up his dick you yeah know? like you just met just for someone that works in the hospital setting like that is uh not a site that is pleasant <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. or great for patients because they all hate it right but uh yeah so like to wake up in that position is extremely like <laughs> I'm naked and there's something about uncomfortable like, I should say. <laughs> but he doesn't even address that like, and it's the point. girl that I think I'm in love with now yes like. yeah. so he's very confused <laughs> yeah. and he's like is this some like like uh, role play stuff yeah. like he's yeah. trying to figure That's it out right but I'm like if <laughs> is this kinky but if I'm like into that be like but you put something in my penis like yeah. what are we doing here <laughs> 
kind of changes the game in a really weird direction. <laughs> He's like, I've never been good at this stuff. I'm like, oh, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, apparently not. Um, but yeah, so it's just definitely one of those situations. And then she's, you know, of course, questioning him, and he's completely like, I have no clue what you're talking about because he doesn't. Right. Um, and so she starts phase one of torture, which he's very confused. She's like, you know, showing him the tools, and he's just like, oh shit. This he doesn't real. believe her. Oh, I want to interject I'll one thing that I found humorous because while he's unconscious, like once again, there's like a lot of dialogue about like waiting for him to wake up for two hours. I'm like, how much time do we need to fill before you're just awake with this guy? You know? <laughs> yeah. But she's like talking about how she's trying to change her appearance, which the whole book, she's like averse to makeup mm -hmm. in anything feminine, which is fine. Like, do you, do you, you know? Yeah. But she's she put, this is the one part she puts makeup on and she changed, she dyes her hair. Yeah. And which I was like, why wouldn't you just get a wig? But she dyes her hair <laughs> and she puts on like bright red lipstick and I think glasses, and she's like, it's amazing what you can do to, like, change your features. And then he's just like, Alex, is that you? Like, it doesn't work for a minute. He immediately knows who it is. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, fuck, this is why you never talk to him beforehand. Yeah. But anyway, so go back on with the torture. It is comical. Oh, yeah. did anyone at any point in this book the entire time think that Daniel Beach was guilty from the beginning? Mm -mm. No. Did, at any point did you think this guy was guilty? Not really. No. Me either. Okay, I just want to check on that. Really it doesn't at all ever seem like he's guilty. So, no. go ahead. Oh, yeah, but so basically phase one starts, and after he's not answering her questions, and she, like, shows all of her tools and everything, she injects him with lactic acid, which is extremely painful, because it's acid in mm. your muscles, and it causes spasms, and it lasts for, like, at least 15 minutes or so. He's just, like, legit, like, breathing in pain and crying, and... Probably close to vomiting. Um, he wishes it was role play now. He really does. <laughs> he really does. Once again, still exposed. Still yeah. exposed. Yeah. So, also super mortifying. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I'm trying to come back from that. Really yeah. To come back from that scene. So, yeah, of course, he still doesn't seem to know what's going on. And she's ready to move into phase two, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Or does she move into phase two? She does. This was hard for me when I reread it. Because when I listened to it the first time on Audible, I was, like, doing other things. Um, at one point, I was with my dad, and we were in the car, we saw a movie, and I kept pausing the audiobook, but every time that I would start my car, it was like, I stabbed him in his abdomen, and I'm like, I'm, like, I'm so sorry. He's like, he's like, what the hell are you listening to? His naked body writhed in pain. I'm like, um, it's a book. <laughs> it's. It's a book. I'm so sorry. But, so that was kind of humorous. But, so because of, I feel like, other distractions, when I read it again, like, I didn't realize that she injected each arm and each leg. Yeah, that's right. And then, and that was phase one. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know what the hell she was talking about injecting for phase two, apparently the most painful part that you could inject a human in or something. But she injects them there with a bigger dose. <laughs> I think she went, oh, she went, um, I think beneath the scapula. He, like, moved as a, as a muscle she doesn't normally go for, but it was very well exposed, so she just went for it. I don't know what a scapula is. It's part of your shoulder blade. Oh. The backside. Oh. Okay. Well, it's just not as bad as what I was thinking, but I'm sure it's extraordinarily painful. Yeah. He moved it forward, and there's, like, a dorsus muscle beneath it. I think that's where she went for it. Alicia's smart, you guys. <laughs> I probably so off on that, so I, I wouldn't, you know. <laughs> so I had no idea what was even being discussed during this part of the book, but it sounded bad. It sounded really bad. Um, Very painful. And I feel so bad for Daniel at this part. Yeah. Because he has no idea what's going on. And he's like, I would, she explains at this point, she shows him, she shows him the pictures mm, of yeah, him. Right. 
With this is this, guy. this okay. If nothing else is a red flag to her, mm. when he sees the picture and he starts to be like, uh, like, yeah. it's clearly his brother. Like, it's I so fucking clearly yes. <laughs> yes. your brother that didn't die in jail. Like, yep. and he's like, I can't explain it. Well, it's clear because who else would he yeah. try to protect? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Because he thinks his brother's dead. So at right. first, I feel like he's you know she's like I see some some recognition in his eyes, and he's like I can see the difference or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like. Wouldn't that tip you off? Like, I can see the difference right. What between your multiple personalities. Because she still thinks it's multiple personalities. Yeah. yeah. She's like, bad Daniel. Does bad Daniel. She's like, where's bad Daniel? That sounded like a question. Bad yeah, Daniel. Right. Give me bad Daniel. That's who I need. So, <laughs> yeah. Need him bad. So, yeah. <laughs> she She's talking about all this horrible stuff. And he's like, I want to help you. But I don't believe that that person, mm-hmm. it can be involved, basically. Right. But he doesn't want to say anything about who it is. And she's like, tell me who's in the picture. And he's like, I, I, the Like, he can't even form the words. And she's like, then we're going to phase two. And then she just stabs him and rolls out. She's yeah. like, I can't watch this. Yeah. And then she leaves. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't remember what happens next. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I think he, like, once again, I think he almost passes out from pain. He something. doesn't, though. He doesn't? He, no, he's, like, crying. He's, like, sobbing. Okay. Um, oh, she takes a nap or something. Eats, like, a, a snack bar. She has a snack. <laughs> she, like, she's, like, lets him just suffer in the room. And she's, like, I don't even have a protein bar. I mean, bar. she's a torturer, but, you know. Yeah. Worked up an appetite. I would feel morally <laughs> conflicted at this part because she can't get bad dang on the surface. Yeah. Even though she's asking him, like, have you ever had blackouts? Have you ever had something happen you can't explain, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and he's like, I'm not the crazy person in this room. That was one of my favorite lines yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. And because, like, she sounds batshit crazy. Oh, yeah. Right. You know? Super crazy. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, once he sees the pictures, he knows that there's some truth to it, but he can't really figure it out. So then after that, he is like, listen, it doesn't make any sense, but I'll, I'll tell you everything that I know. And then that is when... So frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> if he just said it doesn't make any sense, but it looks like my brother. Oh, there's a sound. Like, yeah. I think... It looks like I think that would have helped twin. the situation. <laughs> yeah. Because at least... I don't, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have because he was wearing a mask, wasn't he? Yeah. The, he looked like Batman. The brother. Yeah, Batman. Oh, when he busted him through the house. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. know when he... But before but still, we get to someone busting through yes, the ceiling, he could have been like, I have an identical twin. I mm-hmm. thought he was killed in prison. That appears to be him with that man in Egypt. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You so know? Because I've never been to Egypt before. Yeah. His name's Kevin. He's swell. I thought he was addicted to heroin. Like, whatever, <laughs> it, whatever it is, you yes. know? Right. But she's like, tell me about Egypt. I've never been to Egypt. I'm like, you would know if you went to fucking Egypt, okay? Yeah. They have big pyramids. There's like a desert. Mm-hmm. There's a whole thing. You would notice. You know? Yeah. It's a long flight. You would figure it out. It's longer than the flight from D.C. to Mexico. You know? Um, so I feel like if she had done more, if she had more time to do research, she would have just figured this whole thing out. Yeah. Before she ever kidnapped an innocent We didn't man. do research and we figured it out. I know. Again, I, just... I really liked this book. <laughs> but I feel like I'm such a Debbie Downer in all of these. No, you're but the But it's still... If I can figure something out, I'm pretty sure it's, like, you should know. Things I liked about this book is that, well, things I didn't like about this book is that some things are very, very obvious. Yeah. Like, I like to be surprised with stories. I don't care if it's a movie, a book, a TV show. But generally, I know pretty much exactly what's going on. Although, I did have a theory that didn't pan out, which we'll get to that on this Mm. book. But there were smaller things that we'll get into that were mentioned 
a couple of times that I really didn't feel like there was a lot to. Um, and then it did end up mattering in the end. And I was impressed with that, Stephanie. I was impressed. I was like, damn, girl, you got me. I didn't see this coming. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Okay. But Daniel Beach having a twin brother that's possibly yeah, evil. Yeah, that was obvious. The evil twin. Yeah, I saw that Very a mile obvious. away. Yeah. Uh, but so she knocks him out because she realizes someone has arrived. Yeah, and at that well, and at that point, she's believing him, right? Like at she this does. point, she's like, "Uh oh." Yeah, she's like, "I, <laughs> I think just, I made a mistake. I tortured an innocent person." <laughs> Oopsie doodle. And luckily, she's very conflicted about that. <laughs> yeah, and she gives him a blanket, right? Isn't this like the first time? He, but he's still like, "No." She gave him a blanket earlier when he was unconscious before he woke up, uh, and a pillow. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Because she walks out of the room and she's like. I just realized I'm going to get him a pillow. What am yeah. I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. So she's not even listening to her own instincts. I feel yeah. like her own instincts are telling her this guy is not the guy. Right. But, you know, you follow through with the job that your ex-boss that tried to kill you three times <laughs> is, like, really going for it. So They're clearly <laughs> on the up and up. I'm going to get more wine. So. You guys keep chatting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, bring me some, too. Okay. Just bring the bottle. It's fine me. Huh? Okay. No, it's that's empty. <laughs> I need to get more wine. <laughs> All right. You... Okay, I'll just pause it. We're back and we have more wine. Yay! <laughs> Double yay. <laughs> so, where I think we were going before I really interrupted us with my needs for wine. It wasn't oh, rude. <laughs> uh, was Kevin Beach is about to make his surprise arrival. He's about to join the party with his naked brother. Yep. <laughs> Which obviously we party. don't know that it's him. She... Yeah, clearly thinks it's for her which would make more sense yeah honestly yeah to her i guess yeah, so <laughs> basically <Daniel>. she's <laughs> yeah. you know in the tent interrogating daniel and yeah. she starts to hear some noise from outside mm -hmm. and she a helicopter? realizes yeah she has a helicopter and he notices it too like he stops talking like mid-sentence yeah and then like she hears noises outside and she's just like shit yeah. they're after me they found me you know what i mean so she ends up um Making Daniel go to sleep essentially just so mm -hmm. that he's safe from whatever, and like that's when she gets the pillow and blanket for him. Mm -hmm. And she starts, she's booby trapped this entire barn that she's rented out. Mm -hmm. So she starts, like, you know, listening in. She can hear someone, like, what looking through the windows and all sorts of stuff, which you know, she's prepared for. She's got her gas mask on mm -hmm. and everything. And she puts one on Daniel, I think. Yeah, she did put, she has two gas masks. So, yeah, she put okay. one on Daniel. Yeah, that's nice of her. Because yeah. her trap is, uh, <laughs> will kill lethal? you. Lethal? Yeah, there's yeah. not like gas masks. Like, it's like, you will die. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was nice of her. Also, if she's still thinking he's the guy, which I think she doesn't, she, he'd be no good to her if he's dead. So, yeah. there's that. If she's learned nothing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. Except that I tortured the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, she keeps hearing rustling, and then it kind of, like, changes direction, right? And then all yeah. of a sudden she realizes it's above her, which she did not booby trap. Also, how difficult would it be to booby trap a freaking roof? Like, I don't think you can booby trap a roof. I mean, <laughs> not in a limited time frame. And maybe yeah. you've got, like, a team of people. I'm sure there really is a way. You but... cut through the roof with a blowtorch. Yeah, so he, right. like, blowtorch through, and then this dropped down the freaking back. I mean, were there no windows he could have broken into? Like, I, I feel there like... Were. There were. There were plenty. But I think he, he was he knew smart enough that he saw her okay. traps. Yeah. Because she was, like, they're inconspicuous, but they're not invisible. That makes sense. And she... Point. She heard him going to the windows because yeah. she kept saying, like, internally, like, just open the window, just open the window. Oh. And then instead he came to the roof. Yes. Surprise. And then made her open the door. Uh-huh. Yeah. For his doggy. <laughs> Einstein. Einstein. I love Einstein. I do, too. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so. Yeah, he basically kicks so he, her ass. So he's yeah. successful at kicking her butt. Because he's, yeah. like, he's twice gigantic. her size. Because he's a, yeah, it's not, yeah. And I don't think also, it would take a lot. He's also in, like, Kevlar, and he's got yeah. Yeah, night vision goggles on, and a gas mask. He, he doesn't have a gas mask. He doesn't have one? No. No, he doesn't. No, because he, he, he didn't think about her, that. So that's what it was. Because yeah. he, he realizes she has a gas mask on, and that's upsetting. That right. would make yeah. me feel upset. Right. So he steals her gas mask so that she won't try and poison him. Right. Yeah. Just smart. Yeah, and so after he officially, like, accepts her hand on her, he's just like, where's Daniel? And that's when mm-hmm. she's like, oh, like, realizes this guy's not, not here to kill me. Yeah. He's here for this Daniel guy. And I don't think she still quite makes that connection, though. What connection? That they're brothers? Yeah. No, no, no. no. She's just not Because they're still, yeah, they're she's, still covered. Yeah, he's all covered up and everything. And so she's still kind of thinking maybe it's... Um, they're going to hurt him. Or... The drug cartel that yeah. she's working, like, that he's working for or something mm-hmm. that they've, like... Look one of their hired men or something. their asset. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else happens after that. So, okay. So, I just read this book. Perfect. Like, very recently. Out. Yeah. <laughs> most recent reader. Okay. Uh, so, he has Einstein do a move called Control, which yeah. basically forces her to walk forward. And then he obviously freaks out when he sees Daniel just naked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, tied up unconscious. Yeah. And, and she had already assured him that he was alive. Mm-hmm. You know? and And he's like... She's like, I can inject him with something to bring him around. And he smartly is like, no, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. No, you're not going to do that. So he takes off the gas mask. Um, I don't know why, but he does. I don't remember. He had a reason. He's tied her up. Um, Or maybe he's got her. I don't know if she's. I feel like at this point she might be tied up to the chair with Einstein leg. Yeah, she's or something like she's that. restrained in like some way. or something. Yeah, but she can get away. But yeah, um, not with not with him there though. So what we haven't talked about and is just kind of briefly mentioned, she has a setup going with her computer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where after 15 minutes of being idle, it releases a knockout gas yeah. into the room. Mm-hmm. So in case you know this very situation or something like it were to happen. If she doesn't basically keep... It reminded me of Lost. Did anyone watch Lost? I know. Of course we did. No. Yeah. I Alicia watched some of it. never watched Lost. I watched some of it, but never the whole season. So well, I mean, finds, it was good until the end. So when Jack finds Desmond in his bunker and he pushes a button every hour or day or whatever, or yeah. else the world stops, yes. that's what this reminded me of because... Like she's doing all these other things, and then she's like, "I've got to hit the, I've got to yeah. hit the computer so it doesn't gas me unconscious." This actually, have you guys mm-hmm. seen Logan? Yes. I think they did it in that too. Wasn't no. there? I think so. so. It reminded me of that. Like it was their safeguards. You seen Logan? No, I almost watched it. Oh, last it's night. really good. It's so good. I just realized I might have totally made that part up, but I, th- I thought I remembered them having like a safeguard on their computer where. I, I don't know. I totally might have made that up. I've seen it since the theater, so I would need to watch it again. Alicia, you need to watch Logan. It's, super it's on good. my list. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the best Wolverine movie, yes, I think. It's yeah. really good. So. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. No. You can edit that. No, Logan's good, you guys. So, I uh, should have gotten nominated for more stuff. Should have. It was really good. You made Grunman cry, and that's very hard to do. Yes. <laughs> anyway, okay. Book. So, back to the book. <laughs> so, the little thing makes a beepy sound. Yeah. She holds her breath because she's smart, and she dives through the mask. So she's able to move at least in time to grab the mask. Mm-hmm. So if she's tied up to like a chair or something, she's able to like swing for the mask. Yeah. And Kevin realizes he sees just it. a second too late <laughs> that he's screwed as he falls to the ground. And so does Einstein, poor thing. 
Einstein is a gigantic all black German shepherd that yeah. looks more wolf than dog, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, I want one. Yeah. <laughs> and so she is smart. She drags Einstein to another room and, like, it's like a horse stall or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, blocks it so that he can't get out. And then she secures Kevin uh, with zip ties. And then she wakes up Daniel before mm-hmm. before Kevin wakes up so she can explain. Because once she removes Kevin's mask, because this is the first time she's removed his mask, um, as she strips him down looking for other weapons and stuff, she realizes that they are twins. And I liked her like thing about the soap opera she would watch with her mom. They're always the twins. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is why you should have known. Yeah. yeah. It's a played out <laughs> trope. That's why you should know. Um, but yeah, so it really is twins. Yep. So then she realizes that this was never Daniel in these pictures in Egypt. This was obviously this guy, Kevin, mm-hmm. who she thought was dead. Yeah. And who she immediately identifies as CIA, mm-hmm. or ex-CIA at least, based on his artillery that he has with him. Like mm-hmm. his gun and stuff. So she pretty quickly pieces together that not even Daniel really knows the truth about his brother. And there we go. So she wakes yeah. Daniel up, promptly informs him that his brother is alive, and he's right there. That has to be one hell of a shock. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that although he, he was kind of prepped for it, he saw the pictures. He did see the pictures, but I don't kind of. You know, I don't know if he believed it. I think he was right. more in shock, like how. Right. I really don't think he had enough time to really process it at all before she was Yeah, just like, psh, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, those pictures could have been when he was alive, yeah. when he was yeah. doing drugs. Like, yeah. he doesn't, I don't think he would jump to, like, special forces. No. No, no, no. Like, because he thinks that his brother was, you know, like, not a great person. And in a way, he's not. But <laughs> in a different way than what he was thinking. Yeah. Screw up. Um, yeah, he thought he was like a real, like, went down a deep hole. And yeah. instead, he exceeded beyond expectation and had a very successful career mm-hmm. for a little bit, at least. So um, they wake Kevin up and they have, like, this is the part, I didn't really care about this part, when Einstein traps her on the ceiling or whatever. Basically, the point is. kind of confused about it. It was weird. Yeah, the point is, they come to an accord. Yeah. Where she's not going to kill Kevin or Daniel, mm-hmm. and they're not going to kill her, but Daniel knows, not Daniel, Kevin knows at least who she is. He pretty soon figures out exactly who she is, because there are rumors of her. The Oleander. The Oleander. Yeah, that was in the car. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. So, that. so, but basically, he, Daniel is defending Alex already. Yeah. At this point. Well, this is kind of, I get kind of defending it to an extent. In this situation, yeah, because she obviously had misinformation. He had put that together. He didn't know the extent of what the pictures meant, right. but he knew that she had been lied to about something. Like he knew that he was the wrong guy. Yeah, but he knew that the only reason she was doing that was to try and save the lives of millions of innocent people. Yeah. So I don't think he's like, I I get like not being that upset. Like I would be upset if some torture mm. me, but. <sighs> There probably should have been more. There should have been more. But I get at least logically arguing that you shouldn't kill her. Right. Because she was lied to by, you know, her bosses or whatever. Yeah. Um, So they basically agree to, instead of parting ways, to kind of team up Mm -hmm. against the people that lied to them. Yes. Because what we find out is that Kevin has also been on the run in mm-hmm. hiding and playing hooky or not hooky, possum, playing <laughs> possum. Yeah. Um, because 
things went wrong with the drug cartel in Mexico and he did more digging. Mm -hmm. And then instead, for some strange reason, his government burned him and then ratted him out as um, a mole. mole. Yeah. And then everyone came for him and he had to kill everyone. And then he faked his own death, et cetera, et cetera. And by the way, we find out now that the threat was real, but like months ago. It was real. And then Kevin took care of it. Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin fixed the threat. There's no real threat to yeah. that human national security. Um, and because <laughs> because they didn't kill each other and they talked about it, they now know who's involved. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they just assumed they one would die Which or I think both. Daniel was a very important key on that, where he was able to kind of mediate the two of them. Yeah. Great Kevin. Well, Kevin yeah. would have definitely Kevin. killed her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was going to kill her for sure. Yeah. 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 So but that was beneficial. <laughs> Daniel's smart. Yeah. And Daniel's able to say, hey. It sounds, and she puts it together too, it sounds like your two ex-departments sent you after each other. Mm-hmm. Um, collateral damage. Right. That sucks. But, <laughs> you know, they figured that Kevin was still alive for some reason, mm-hmm. and they knew that you were still alive because you killed all the three people they've sent to kill you. Right. So if we have you kidnap the brother, and he comes for the brother, the brother, like, Kevin's going to kill you, or you're going to kill Kevin, mm-hmm. you, best case scenario for them, you kill each other solve both their problems right you know so they decided to team up and to instead go after the people that are basically ruining their lives yeah yeah <laughs> and tried to get poor and daniel killed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is shortly after this is when i had to stop listening to it on audible mm-hmm. because it's when like the relationship starts stuff starts up because okay. daniel not only I, mean, I like i said i think it's okay to have been logical in the situation if you put it together and to keep your emotions out of it to an extent. Mm-hmm. Also, she said her drugs wore off fast. Yeah. So after it was over, you feel better or okay. He's yeah. been knocked out. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he feels okay and he can logically think again, mm-hmm. you know, and he's obviously been on an emotional roller coaster that his brother's miraculously alive. So he's having <laughs> a really weird day. Yeah. He's having yeah. an off day, you know? <laughs> and so. He just thought he was going to go to school on a Friday and instead he's having a real shit show. So. <laughs> I, like I said, there. But once they get in the car, he he keeps defending Alex, mm-hmm. and it's very clear from the jump that he still has a bit of a crush. Yeah, a bit of a crush, actually. Yes, agreed. Susie, do you want to take this point? Because I think we both have the same issue with this part of the book. Well, I mean, I, or I don't. The relationship. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember the specific part in the car, but just of the whole thing, it was just it didn't ring true to me how. How into her he was the whole time. Like, there mm-hmm. should have been some pushback after he tortured her. I mean... Vice versa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a different book. Uh, after she tortured him, there should have been some reticence. Mm-hmm. There should have been, I feel like, maybe a slower burn mm-hmm. to get to that point to make it mean more to me. Yeah. It just, the whole time in the in the beginning kindlings of their love I guess that sounded real weird it was just too it was too much for me it was like I don't believe that this is how real life works no I don't it's not how real life works works. (laughs) no like can there be such a thing as love is first sight sure maybe yeah but in this instance but not if you torture one another no but after like a flirtatious time on the bus followed by some light torture right also alternatively as much as I thought that they're his love for her was too much too fast. Mm-hmm. I thought that Kevin's hatred for her was too much 
too long. <laughs> like, he seemed really judgy for some guy that like plugs people for yeah, a Yeah, exactly. it's like if the roles were reversed, mm-hmm. it would have been the same thing. Yeah. And I... I didn't like – sometimes I feel like Stephanie Meyer just doesn't quite get the emotions right in people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just too much lust and too much love, too mm-hmm. quick on Daniel's part and too much stubborn hatred on Kevin's part. But by the time he mellowed out, I liked him mm-hmm. at the very end. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? Um, I That's when I had to like stop because they go to Kevin's hideout, which luckily he has a hideout mm-hmm. because she did not – anymore yeah. have a safe hideout so they go to kevin's safe hideout which is full of dogs which sounds great oh yeah that's where they are full yeah. of dogs there's just dogs everywhere they're cute and his friend and arnie arnie yeah and arnie is also wanted for yeah. something of on course. the run of course but together he and arnie run this like little dog training shop and it's his retirement plan, sounds like heaven which is so cute <laughs> So, yeah, so he has these, you know, Einstein is, like, his star, but he has a bunch of other, like, Khan and Lola, a bunch of other star dog pupils that quickly warmed Alex against Kevin's advising. Um, He's so mad. Yeah. (laughs) And she's never been around animals. I feel like her lack of human emotion was interesting, but I do have things to say about that because it's very apparent from the beginning that... Like, they're there. Kevin leaves pretty quick to go do, like, recon or whatever. Mm -hmm. They decide to send another email as Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. And because he didn't want (laughs) Alex to claim the win. (laughs) Yeah. And who survived the battle. So he decides to send an email with the information to people saying that he took out the interrogator and that he's pissed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to see, because then he's going to watch to see who talks to who so he can see who's still involved. Yeah. So that's like kind of the ongoing like bad guy plot. Uh-huh. So he just leaves Alex and Daniel behind. Yeah. As much as he hates Alex, he trusts her yeah. enough to an extent that he asks her to watch over Daniel and keep him safe. Yeah. Which she does a good job of, except for ever leaving him alone at any point. Because all, another issue I had with Daniel is that he's so dumb. Like yeah. He's, so naive. He's yeah. smart and he's, like, kind and naive. But I think just the trauma of what you've just experienced would make you a bit cautious. Mm-hmm. Yes. He has no cautiousness at all. With, right. Like, you know, we'll talk into that second. But he immediately is, like, crushing hard on Alex. And she's confused about it. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, trying to push him away. Which some of that made me mad. When she was like, you've sensory deprivation, whatever. I was like, bullshit. He's crazy. That's not the thing. Yeah. It's different. It's weird. And it doesn't make sense. I'll give you that. But I don't think that's what this is. He just has a bit of a crush. And he's immediately like, I'm in love with you. And it's like, what? Yeah. And so that's when I had to stop the audiobook. And I had to read the book. Because I was like, maybe this will make more sense as I read it. <laughs> yeah. And it did a little bit. But still mm. not, not as much as it should have. You know, there should have been more of a like, he doesn't trust her. But he understands her, yeah. and they should have rebuilt that trust into mm-hmm. a relationship yeah. over the course of whatever. Instead you know. of like unwavering trust right. from, from the, the person beginning. that tortured you. From yeah. the beginning. Even if you think that she's a good person, and she did just what she had to do because it's her job, and it's for the greater good. Yeah. Even if you honestly believed all of that stuff, I feel like you would still be a bit jumpy and a bit uncomfortable around that person. Yeah. So, yeah, so, but he is not at all. Mm -mm. So I felt like that was probably, that bothered me a little bit. Anyway, 
Uh, but the point is, so they fall in love. Oh, and another thing that bothered me is she doesn't understand that. She's never really been in a good relationship or a relationship in general. Yeah. And she's like, why would he be in love with me? And I just thought, like, if this, if these rules were reversed, mm-hmm. would we question, like, James Bond, like, lays pipe. You know what I mean? Right. Like, would we, like, she's like, how could you want me? I'm such a monster. Right. And I'm like, Kevin is scoring hard with the ladies. Like, right. And he also is as much of a monster if you are, if not right. more. You know? Like, yeah. people that do bad things, that doesn't mean they, like, don't have lives, you know? Yeah. But she was just like, how can you even want me? I'm going to bring up the parallels. Okay. Here are my parallels. Between Stephanie Meyer books. Yes. Daniel is Bella. Yep. <laughs> okay. And Alex is Edward. Yep. Okay. He, she's the monster that yeah. doesn't think she deserves love. Actually, yeah. I did kind of vaguely, yep. yeah. And he's like the doe-eyed yeah. girl. Yes. Sorry, Daniel. But, you know, <laughs> like true. teenager basically, emotional-wise, mm-hmm. that only sees like purity, only sees the good, and yep. can't even acknowledge the bad or just disregards the bad. Right. Which I thought that was an interesting parallel in her books. Also, there's giant dogs that look like wolves. Um, yeah, there comes in Kevin as Kevin is Jacob, I guess. <laughs> Except for there's no romantic no, thing but no. He hangs with the dogs. Yes, yeah. he does. He does. And he hang with does the not dogs. like her. But I said, yeah. even the wording, like she's cold and he's hot. At one point, she like touched them, which I mean, girls run cold. I run cold. Yeah, I think yeah. a majority of girls run cold. But you know, she's like, he was so warm. I've never felt warmth like this before. <laughs> Those were not, that's not verbatim at all. But I was just like, this is so Edward Bella, but yeah. reversed, yeah. but not as good was yeah. my issue. The relationship was, it didn't sell me, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so basically, plot-wise, they're honeymooning on the ranch for a little bit with Arnie, who's yeah. just stuck there. With yeah. Arnie. Poor Arnie. Yeah. Um, until they get attacked. Oh, because Daniel screws up. Yes. What were you going to say? Oh, well, I was going to say, did they do it yet? Or did that no, happen after his mistake? Yet. Okay, yeah, that go ahead. In the car. Um, yeah. It. So Daniel, sweetheart, dumb guy <laughs> that he is, he gets in the truck, goes to town, stops by like three stores, chats with people. Mm. Like you're on the run. This is also like what the, the next day after it's, they get to their safe house. Yeah. Because yeah. she's finally been able to go to sleep. And that's why she misses it. So she wakes up from not sleeping at all, basically, since they've gotten to the safe house. And she wakes up, it's like nine, and he's already gone. She thinks he's gone mm-hmm. up to Kevin's secret shooting ranch where he has a bunch of weapons and oh, stuff yeah. stash. Yeah. And so she thinks logically that's where he is. Arnie doesn't know where he is. No, he rolls back an hour later with grocery bags, and he got a romantic movie for them yeah. to watch for their first date. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she and Arnie are obviously extraordinarily upset yeah. because, it's you know. small town. He, mm. he, Kevin has made his life's work recently into not showing his face anywhere, being seen. Right. And Daniel has the same face, basically. <laughs> and he's just going all over town in Arnie's truck with Einstein the dog. Like, yeah. I'm new in town. Can I buy a whole bunch of kitchen supplies? Like, <laughs> yeah. And this and rare French produce. movie. <laughs> this very specific <laughs> foreign a, film. Store. Yeah. yeah. And he's talking to people, you know, and so they immediately clue him in that laying low doesn't mean making like fun little grocery runs. Yeah. And chatting with all the local townspeople. Yeah. And a very small town where at one point she's like, high schools have bigger populations than this town does. They're going to notice an outsider. Right. Especially like a six plus foot tall outsider. 
yeah buying a bunch of weird stuff and at this point had the news story been running no, no. not yet not no yet, the news story runs i don't know if it's that day or the next day it's one of the two yeah where they see the news story about the missing teacher and yeah. it's just daniel's face everywhere yeah and that's when she and looking back on the book i was like that's when they should have run Yes. They don't run because they do, they think it's probably still safe. Right. There's two other trucks in town that are identical. A lot of people bring their dogs with them. Right. You know, he, maybe they don't remember. And I think, okay. But obviously someone called something in. Right. Because they get visitors. Right. <laughs> but looking back on it, I was like, why wouldn't you just run at that point? But even if they did run, don't you think the outcome would have been the same? Probably. For Arnie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And the two people yeah. from the other house. So they go and to the, the third house. And the third, yeah, so they go to the, f did they go to the third house? They mm -hmm. went to the first house. Yeah. Oh, that's right. House. So there would have been more deaths, I guess. So they went to the first house, and they killed a cute old couple. I, I imagine they're a cute old couple. And then they went to their house. Mm -hmm. And then I think she didn't realize why they knew where they were, did she? Because she eventually realizes it's the van, and she's like, oh, they must have just gone through. I mean, you know it's because of Daniel. You were like, well, but. yeah, they knew that, but she thought it was the girl at the store. Like, there's, like, yeah. a girl that she's like, there oh, was. she's in her 20s, so she's going to remember the, you. Yeah, yeah, she said that. Something like that. It was, like, the girl that he really talked to. Yeah. Because he's a high I mean, school teacher, not. and he was like, she's a bright young pupil or yeah. something. And she was like, why the fuck are you talking Right. To she's going to remember you. Daydreamy teenager girls, you right. know? So maybe she was the one that called it in, but you're right; it's off of the vans. Yeah. But what they figured out with that is, I think, um, an ATM or a bank camera must have caught him driving by. Yeah. Because mm. that's what they knew what kind of vehicle it was, and they eliminated gotcha. that there was three of the mm. same make and model, and that's how they. Yeah. Because down the search field. Arnie had well. already told us that there are two identical makes and models, so. Mm -hmm. They're cleaning up after a nice little spaghetti dinner. At this point, they've not heard from Kevin, and she and Artie are pretty are, are pretty sure Kevin's dead because yeah. they haven't heard from him. Yeah. They've not clued Daniel into this suspicion that they have. Um, but, you know, she's thinking in her head, we should leave tomorrow. Like, we'll mm -hmm. stay the night, we'll get up early, and we'll get out of here, you yeah. know? And so instead of that, they start hearing gunshots, what they realize are gunshots, mm -hmm. and poor Arnie is struck pretty early on and just killed. I think it's the very first one they hear right yeah. like they hear it and then he's gone he's gone so Arnie's gone Arnie they luckily escape with the help of Einstein and the other dogs yeah in a very elaborate escape protocol <laughs> procedure yeah. that Kevin had <laughs> they had out. like a coat yeah okay. they had Kevlar like big, coats yeah. that were like lined with fur yeah so they'd blend in with the dogs and they crawled around outside <laughs> they got to a secret boat on a little river yeah and they got to the Kevin's hideout secret hideout with like all the artillery and the Humvee. Yeah. And so they go back and they're able, cause Lola, the dog gets shot. And I was like, you're not leaving Lola. You did not oh, just Lola. talk about Lola getting shot and they right. leave Lola I know, with I her scared. puppies. Are you kidding? Yeah. So. Well, we assume they're fine. But. Yeah, we can assume they got them. That um, breeder guy. It's going to take them. Yeah. So they capture basically some of the guys that are attacking them realized that they were hired guns, and that's when she uses the thing where she's like, they didn't prepare you for who I am mm -hmm. or what I do, Yeah, you know? And she's like, you should give up who hired you yeah. because they sent you in here just to get killed, but, right. you know, basically. Um, which she is successful at killing them all, and she realizes that it is the car, 
and that it was because Daniel went to town. <laughs> and she doesn't want to make him feel too bad about that because he he knows it's what it is. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you know? Yeah, a lot of people killed. We yeah. made it two days. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Thanks to your skills and your instincts. So good. <laughs> so opposite of your brother. Oh, and they covered at once how they were mere twins. Yes. So, oh, that. Oh my gosh, I, I totally forgot this. about that. Is it real? It is real. I it's a real it. thing. It's a real thing. Okay. So it normally happens, like they said, later on when the embryo splits. Okay. And instead of looking identical face on, they look like mirror images of each other. Oh, but that's not what I'm worried about is real But or the not. organs are real. That's real? It's real. I totally forgot I liked it, and then I kind of blocked out the end of the book, which we're totally not there yet, because no. I was like, that's not real. Which it, it's real. It's real. And yeah, some people, not twins, are also born with their organs on the other side So weird. well. It's really... We'll okay. Day. All right. Cool. I thought they jumped the shark for a minute, <laughs> and you totally reminded me. So thank you. Anyway. So bye. yeah, but so they. That's interesting. And I also made me think. And I, I literally googled mirror twins yeah. after like reading that section because I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Are that's not real. You know. <laughs> and it's weird because looking at them, they they look identical, but they don't look identical. They okay. look more just like siblings, I think. Gotcha. Because everything is reversed. Um. Okay. So anyway, so. Yeah, so she escapes. They contact, Kevin contacts them during the attack because he's figured out something's going on. Um, they get in touch with Kevin and come up with, like, two more plans of, like, safe houses to go to before ending up in D.C. Let's yeah. just skip to them in D.C. They catch, well, but, they get Lola. Yeah, I was going to say they got Lola, yes. and then he has the other dogs taken to, like, a another rival breeder or something. Yeah. So they're okay. they're okay. I mean, I think a couple did die. Yeah. In the yeah, fight. Unnamed dogs. Unnamed dogs. That made me, I thought of you during that part of the book because I was like, I, I don't you like too. this. And, I know. It. And Susie doesn't like this. This is like the worst thing. I was thinking of you too. I was like, but I was like, as long as Lola and Einstein and Khan Con. make it. Oh, because Khan tried to get in the car. I know. Why didn't she let Khan in the car? I know. Yeah, she's like, she's like, there's no room for you. I was like, you're he in would a Humvee. Fit. He Shut fit. up. Like, <laughs> Oh, I mean, but... Yeah. Con in the fucking yeah. car. It's a Hummer. <laughs> anyway. Let him in. Yeah. Anyway, Con went to For live sure. with the other rival breeder. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, in my mind, daydreamed that they somehow got Con back. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing is that Lola's fine. She's just yes. shot through the leg, and she takes care of her. And they drop her off at a border for a month. Um, yeah. With the intention of being able to recover her at some point. But yeah. if not, hopefully she could get, like, adopted out to a good family or something. And if no one ever returned for her. Yeah. So then let's just skip to they get to D.C. Basically, oh, they hook up. That's the only other real thing that happens during this. Yeah. Is they do it, you guys, in a car. And Einstein tries to stop they it. They don't do it in the car. They, they almost in like do a... it. Go ahead. I, I think they almost do, do it in the car. But then, um, like, they get started and then Kevin calls. And also oh, yeah. Einstein's trying to bring it up. So they didn't officially. Yeah. But they do. But they do. They do, do Isn't there, like, another house in between? The house in next. Florida. Okay. The they go to the So I think that's where they that's do. Actually yeah. do. I think it. so. I think they started getting ready to. Like, yeah, sure and it was real awkward. Because then he was like, it was like Thanks, Kevin. Press pause. Yeah. Kevin's like, are you running? No. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and both of them are out of breath. And he's like, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> We're just really concerned. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and yeah, is that the moment she has to tell him? Oh, no. He already knows Arnie's dead. Yeah, she told Never mind. Daniel told him pretty quickly yeah. that he yeah. fucked up. So, mm -hmm. wave formations are crazy looking right now. <laughs> so anyway, so they let's just get to, they hook up. That's that's that, and they're like in blissful bliss about hooking up with each other. Yeah. And then they go to DC to stay with Val. Mm -hmm. I love Val. So at one point, Kevin let her let Alex know that her 
like story name throughout the department, like the rumors of the Oleander. Yeah. And she thought that that was a bullshit name because it made one that's just like a flower and she didn't like that. Yeah. And she's like, it makes you think of like a leggy, like pinup girl blonde. Yeah. Like, Big breast and big lips and yeah, blonde hair and sidebar. Before yes. we get to meeting Val, mm -hmm. we've heard about Val before this time, which this cracked yeah. me up. <laughs> that it was the hooker that Kevin bought for. What was the reason? To try yeah, and plant the tracker. To get the track, But it didn't work, right? Because he was, like, scared of her. Daniel turned her down. Yeah. He said it didn't feel right after the divorce. And then they were telling us this story. Like, we heard about it once. Mm -hmm. And then... In the car, like, on the way there, I feel like, he was like, well, she kind of scared me. Yeah. And then they show up, and it's, he's like, hey, that's the hooker. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's hey, random. Real name Val. Yeah. And yeah. she's, like, studying beautiful Victoria's yeah. Secret model looking sort of woman. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> and the funny part I think about that is that, like, he, she immediately was like, you turned that down? Like, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, no comprehension, like. Why? <laughs> Who cares? Well, she's gonna stick a tracker in you. Who cares? Yeah. Like, but yeah. So he didn't hook up with Kate, which is probably good because she's banging his brother. Yeah. And I thought about that, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah, that would have been weird. She's also kind of like a high-end prostitute, so but it's kind of in her job where she would yeah. yeah. be like, do you have high-end prostitutes I haven't fucked? You know what I mean? Yeah. But do you want to share? I, don't, I guess can't come not really beneath sharing a prostitute with your yeah. sibling. I don't think he meant for them no. to have sex Regardless though. Regardless how attractive no, they may be. No, he did. Like, at least she would have had a good time. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think he just kind of knew he could kind of trust her enough to go along with. Yeah. Whatever. So anyway, that was so weird though. That was great though. But that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> they stay at her place, um, and she and Alex create an unlikely friendship. Yeah. Because Alex is, like, very intimidated by her. And Val says she hates women. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Kevin tells she's not a real girl. And yes. I laughed about that. I was like, that's, <laughs> fuck you. That's fucked up, Kevin. Yeah. It's fuck up. you. But I guess she, the only thing that's funny about that to me, though, is because the entire time Alex describes herself, like, kind of having, like, boyish features. Mm -hmm. Like, that's one of her disguises is she'll dress herself down to look like. Yeah. A boy. Uh, like a boy. Like, like a yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of comical because it's like, well. Yeah. You really, you don't, you always talk about how you don't play, like, use makeup. And right. He just called you not a real girl. And so, she uses yeah. boy names on purpose. Yes. Which also yeah. I thought was smart, too. It's ambiguous. Very yeah. smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, Carry on, though. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So Sorry. they come up with their plan at this point, <laughs> and they start to execute it. And it, at the beginning goes well. It's a combination of poisoning people. Oh, yes. And taking other people out in other ways. Yes. Um... And Kevin's upset because the most inconspicuous thing is to poison them instead of just, like, people getting shot. Yeah. And, and, and so they kind of come up with, like, Wait, a plan together. have we found out the main bad guy yet? Not yet. Okay. We can get to that, though. I just couldn't remember when that happened. So let's get to that. So basically the only thing that really happens of note is that Kevin catches them together, <laughs> trying to hook up in their little room. Well, because Val told him. Yeah. Yeah. She picked up on it. Yeah. Val was like, they're together. Yeah. And Kevin was like, there's no way that my brother is worth that disgusting woman. Yeah. Because <laughs> Alex disgusts him due to her profession and yeah. apparently her features as well. And um, thanks, Kevin. And Rude. so, <laughs> but he busts in and holds a gun to her head. Yeah. And is like, get off of my brother, you snake. <laughs> and that made me laugh. Um, yeah. But luckily, he doesn't hurt them, and yeah. he's just very upset. 
Uh-huh. And then they have to go. And then they have to like, go. Like, I don't remember why, though. Oh, they do, like, recon. He was getting her for recon for the morning okay. or whatever. Okay. So. Which was basically taking her to another one of his hideouts to show him, show her all of his stash of things, right? Yes. Okay. I think. They're preparing for their mission. Yeah. Um... And I think it's after that that they figure out the bad guy. So this is what I was going to say. One of the things that impressed me about this book was ongoing, because she's watching a lot of the news. You know, they're watching mm-hmm. the news to see if Daniel's story is, yeah. keep getting shown, if D- Daniel's story is being changed, because obviously she knows that their departments are planning the story. Yeah. Because otherwise... Uh, it wouldn't the, be there. 30-something-year-old white male going missing wouldn't be anything of note. Right. You know? Not that it doesn't matter, but... You know, there's it's, a lot it's of not that. a kidnapping. Yeah. And as she put out, like her dad, sometimes guys just leave. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, she, you know, they've been watching a lot of the news. And mm-hmm. she watched the news before this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she noted, like, when she would read her articles or whatever, kind of see what was going on. Yeah. And ongoing, uh, they keep bringing up the presidential election. Like, there's a lot of coverage regarding the presidential election. Mm-hmm. And Alex doesn't like politics, so she keeps kind of like putting that off, you know. She's mm-hmm. like, this doesn't matter. And then Kevin agrees with her that it's just a puppet show and he doesn't yeah. care at all either. Sidebar. Mm. Um, the reason this news story means something to her, mm. help me remember this part. She's trying to remember a name yes. that starts with the letter P because well, I need so help. So she's put together based on like the names or yeah. the assignment titles, I think, of her old jobs okay. from memory. Okay. And... She remembered something with someone's name that was a P. Okay. Okay. Because she doesn't, once again, she still doesn't know what she learned. Right. Like, she knows that yeah. she learned so much that they tried to silence her. Yeah. She doesn't know what it is. So she's been trying to put together, like, all of her jobs to try and figure out, especially the jobs around the time yeah. that they killed her lab partner, partner and tried to kill her. Yeah. And so she can't remember the other person's name that starts with a P. Okay. And she kind of discovers that talking to Kevin, like, puts together which specific... Assignment. Event it was. Yeah, yeah, event that brought the two of them into this mess. Yeah. But yeah, she but doesn't remember that one name. Yeah. So while she's trying to do her research and everyone else is watching the news and they're talking about the upcoming election, or they're talking about who the president is going to, who's running again, mm-hmm. is going to pick for their VP. Mm-hmm. And it's brought up that he may pick this guy named Senator Pace or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Which all I could think of every time I read that was Pence. It was just like oh, really yeah. similar, <laughs> just too similar of words and vice president that yeah. everyone was like, no, pace. pace. <laughs> very different. Yeah. Just kind of made me laugh. I was like. Horrible in a different way. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like too similar of words and shapes and everything. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that's not the end of that. Yeah. But anyway. something different. <laughs> like, speaking of disgusting men. So, Pace, um, she, she's like, wait, what was that guy's name? And he's like, Wade Pace. And she puts together that that was someone that was involved in one of her jobs yeah. with the Tacoma something. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when she and Kevin put together mm-hmm. that this was the the initial virus that they thought was going to get released that was real yeah. was developed in Tacoma, Washington right. under the advisement of this Wade Pace character right. earlier in his career. And then it was stolen by this cartel or something. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want anyone to know that it had been developed because it was only supposed to be theoretical, right. but then they really developed it. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want anyone to know that their project had been un- almost unleashed into the world. Right. So they were trying to silence anyone up that knew about it. Right. And now this guy is hoping to be the next VP pick. Mm-hmm. So that's who they figured out who Pace right. was. Yeah. Because they know they've decided or determined 
that not a lot of people know that they're alive. Right. And not a lot of people are coming for them. Right. So they're trying to figure out who's the top dog mm-hmm. that is that is the reason that all of this has to happen. Right. So they then create their plan of they poison Pace's nicotine patches. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin's going to take out Deaver's. And she's she's, the main guy from his... From the CIA. Yeah, from the CIA side. That's that guy from the CIA side. And she's going to take out Karsten, who brought her into this whole thing in the first place, who she had trusted. And obviously, he did not trust her and was trying to get her killed. Mm -hmm. Um, And she decides she's going to... She's been, like, watching his um, housekeeper. And Mm -hmm. she decides she's going to poison his orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. So then that goes astray pretty quickly. Pretty immediately, you could say, with the orange juice. That's another thing. Like... I feel like there could have been a better way. Oh, to get what she wanted? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe she couldn't get into his house like like Kevin could get into Pace's house. But Couldn't she just like put on his deodorant or something? I know. Like there, <laughs> there had to he be another one. way. He's like, she would never share his orange juice. But why are there like whole milk and things that kids use? And well, why do I always hear him talking to his grandkid? Like, or his daughter. Well, his daughter about his grandkid. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the devoted grandpa type. But apparently he was. Apparently he was, yeah. Yeah. So, I also bought that. So basically, I felt like there was other ways. She puts together at the grocery store that she's missed an important detail while fast-forwarding through all the boring conversations with his daughter. Yeah. That his daughter is coming to visit him in D.C. Mm -hmm. with their granddaughter. Right. And she no longer feels like she can poison his orange juice because what if he gives it to the granddaughter or his daughter? And that wasn't even because it would kill them. They, they would find traces of it because they were young and healthy. Right? Yeah, Did I, I read that right? Yeah. I think it was both. I mean, it's not good she, for them, yeah. but... It wouldn't, yeah, because okay. it, it, it's not going to look... Raise suspicion. It's not going to yeah. look normal. It's right. not going to look natural. Like, right. that girl didn't have a heart attack. Right. The three-year-old didn't have a heart attack. Yeah. So, you know, so that wouldn't have looked, like, normal at all. Right. But also, I, I, I think her conflict was she's not going to, like, kill a kid or risk right. killing a kid. Right. You know? Um, she doesn't want to kill anyone. Right. Yeah, I think hers is definitely the most riskiest of all of them, too, because who's to say someone else wouldn't have drank the orange juice? Besides, like, yeah, you know, that's, it's dog. so risky. Yeah. But And she prefaced it by saying he wouldn't share that organic orange juice. I'm like, mm-hmm. once again, she doesn't really know. Does Can't you find, like, his Rogaine or something? Yeah. yeah sorry, exactly. I didn't mean to. Oh, you're fine. Sorry. But, yeah, like, you never know. Like, maybe she's also buying her family orange juice while she's at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And what if she takes the poison home and kills her entire family? You just don't know. Yeah. yeah. It bothered me a little. It bothered yeah. me too. I, you know. And she was so careful with Kevin in the bathroom to find <laughs> the one thing that would be his and not his wife's. It's like, yeah. but with this one, it's like, meh. This guy looks fine. Well, she's the best. It's fine. <laughs> we'll poison his organic orange juice. Yeah. So, yeah. So, she pulls the plug on that. And then when she's still in the line at the grocery store piecing this all together, she gets a call from Kevin and luckily doesn't say anything. And it's complete silence, and that's when she realizes yeah. that Kevin's mission of taking out Devers, the CIA guy, mm-hmm. has gone astray, and Kevin's been kidnapped. Do we know what happened with that? I don't remember. Um, we know at the end okay. that apparently Devers had, like, a whole 30-people security team or something oh, and a panic button. I missed that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so he had, like, a security detail. Okay. Like, three blocks deep. Yeah, yeah. something ridiculous. Okay, but he was a little paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin gets captured by the CIA, and so she goes back and she thinks he's just dead. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, which is possible, highly possible. But instead, they decide Einstein comes back. Luckily, 
Yeah. Einstein's okay, you guys. Einstein. And so since Einstein's not injured, she's like, you know what? Kevin could be alive. Right. We need to figure this out. And then mm -hmm. they devise a plan to go and rescue Kevin, which is extremely complicated. Yes. But, much so. you know, they bust in. She impersonates herself, basically, in the prior, her prior profession. Well, you're you're skipping a big step. Sorry, no. Go ahead. What am I skipping? Sorry. <laughs> so she kidnaps a child. Oh, yes. uh -huh. I just <laughs> breeze. I breeze past that one, you guys. She goes to the zoo and she <laughs> uses her little special spy ring, decoder ring thing. Not decoder ring, but like poison ring. The poison ring to make the mom fall asleep and the kid. Uh -huh. And then she just walks yeah. out with she the kid. She sprays her with the spray. Oh yeah, spray. it's yeah. a spray. Yeah. I'm pretty and sure if they sold that to multiple toddlers <laughs> everywhere. Everyone went out. Yeah, I just, I totally love were, that you skipped over. The rings were very the poisonous. So yeah. they yes, died. <laughs> that's true. So then she has the kid, and then she because she needs leverage on Carson. Yes, Carson, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. he, she's not going to hurt the kid. No, he doesn't know that. Right, he doesn't know that, and she makes the mom fall asleep for couple hours yeah and um, she knows that she won't call anybody until then mm -hmm. and then she doesn't call him she like waits for him to leave the office mm -hmm. right is that well, right and then she, gets in his car yeah she's she and Val are like tailing him basically oh, that's right Val's she there. figures that he's either gonna leave for dinner yeah but more likely he's gonna get the call from his daughter and he's gonna yeah and so once she sees him leave which I thought was gonna be someone else because she was like it looks like his car it looks like it and I was like yeah. I thought it was going to be like a she's gone or whatever. Right. <laughs> like chasing the wrong person. Yeah. But luckily, no. You're right. So she, yeah, she captured the granddaughter at the yeah. zoo yeah. to basically use her as ransom. Right. And because that's a big part of her ploy. Like, why would he help her? He right. obviously also wants her dead. He He's a part dead. of the conspiracy. Yeah. You know, so she's saying, I have your granddaughter. I've poisoned, poisoned her. her. Yeah. If, if I, if you don't go along with my plan and I don't make it out alive, so not only do you not go out with my plan, if I don't come out of this alive, right. your granddaughter will She's die gonna as well. She's going to die, yeah. And he's like, you're a monster. So here's what the bluff was, in my opinion. I was like, I was waiting for him to be like, I don't give a fuck about that little brat. Because he's such a monster. See, I didn't. He's such a monster. Yeah, but know? even monsters have things they love. They do, but like it could be his watch and his stuff. Like it doesn't need to be people. Like he was an actual kind of like a, like a sociopath. Yeah. Like what if, you know... You just be like, whatever, I'll get another one or whatever. He <laughs> was a true sociopath, but you know, he seems yeah. he's done a lot of bad stuff, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so I I'm glad it didn't go that way. But I was like, right. you're putting a lot of care on the fact that he actually gives a crap about this kid in reality, opposed to for the reason that he's supposed to give a crap about his grandchild. Because yeah. that's what regular people do that don't live this horrible double life. Yeah. Where they like kill people for a living. Yeah. But I also guess from his perspective, like I don't remember what happened to the wife. Like, did the wife die or what the whole situation we was? We never get the story on her. But point is, like, all he has essentially is his daughter and his granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And when yeah. you're in a profession where you do a lot of horrible, horrible, horrible things, and you happen to have like that one good thing in your life. Right. That's See, what you kind of put like that's I your redeeming quality is kind yeah. of like. And it's a completely to make up for it in a different way, even though it doesn't make up for all the other bad things you've done. I'm saying that's a leap. But, like, no, but, I mean, like, obviously his daughter does not know what he right. had done. You yeah. know what I mean? She has no idea. But either yeah. way, I think that well, was I, kind of his, like, that's he's why. He's, like, compartmentalized, too. Mm -hmm. It's, like, two different lives. It is. Yeah. So, it's like a double life. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. still a monster, but. Well, yeah. You kind of feel bad for him, though. Yeah. But, so he, Especially luckily, at the very end. Yeah. So he goes along he's with it. End. But he couldn't leave him alive. 
right? Because once she catches up with him, he is immediately trying to sympathize with her. Like, I never wanted this. I hate Deavers. This whole thing's bullshit. You right. figured out that's pace. We can take him out together. I'm more on your side than you think. I'm like, listen, bro, let's yeah. slow your roll here. Well, and very early on in the book, she mentioned that he's just a really good actor. Yes. Yeah. Like oh, in that yeah. very first meeting, she's like, I can't trust anything you say because I know yeah. you're a good actor. Yeah. But I do legitimately think he had some, at least, we'll say not good, we'll say sincerity in him because at the very end yeah. of what happened, well, we'll get to that in a second, but. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So. They go along with her plan. Yeah. She poses as basically her prior job as another person. Yes. Um, they had done another job recently that went sideways in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And he said that he had basically her as an asset on the side that was off the books. Yeah. Um, that but he, that person died. Yes. But they didn't know. But they don't know that. Yeah. Because right? they don't know this person even existed, right? Yeah. So exactly. he's like, I'm bringing her in because they're torturing Kevin old school. Yeah. And it's not working. He's never... And even Kirsten was like, he's never going to break if that's what you're worried about. Because Kirsten really thought that she was dead. Yeah. And he was like, you can run. Everyone thinks you're dead. You know? Yeah. Except for now she can't run because he knows (laughs) what. Real double double problem there. So he brings her in to do some real torture work. And Daniel is the aide. And yes, Daniel's the aide. Val disguises Daniel. Val's been like a master of Oh yeah, we forgot about that part. Yes. Val's very useful. She yeah. is like a master of disguises. Yeah. So she totally disguises Daniel as completely different looking. She shaves his head. She makes him look older. She gives him the white beard. Yeah. Um, and he is like basically the aide that is just like hired and has no real loyalty or whatever to anyone. Yeah. And so they sneak in. They gain access. And they find Kevin. Yes. Tortured. Yes. <laughs> and like a... A second toe cut off. Yeah. Poor yeah. Kevin's lost two toes. <laughs> On the same foot. That yeah. Sucks. He's yeah. lost a second toe. I know. I thought that too. I was like, oh, it's going to be guy. hard. So, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. So, yeah. So, Kevin's out another toe. It's not great. But he's not broken, you know. Yeah. And he's they've sliced, like, under his ribs and stuff. That sounds sucky. Burned his bottom of his feet. So he's and put bleach on them. Acid. Yeah. Yeah. And so, ugh. Yeah. So, the whole thing for Kevin has been bad this whole time. Yeah. And so, but Kevin quickly realizes that it's uh, Alex or Ollie, as he now calls her, lovingly yeah, for yeah. short for Oliander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is smart enough to go along with it, except for he doesn't know who they're supposed to sell out at this point. Right. Who any of these people are. That's right. And so they're like, he sells who? out the wrong person. Yeah. They're like, who gave you this information? And he's like, Karsten. And she's like, <laughs> no. son of a bitch. <laughs> yes. No. And then there's a scuffle. And it, is, is this when there's a gunshot, or does that come later? Well, I think he kind of, she covers it, doesn't she? Well, I know, that? but I know they hear a scuffle or at like this point. After. There is scuffling, yeah, yeah. because, well, at first it's like, because, and she covers, she's like, Carson's the one that brought me in. Right. So I don't think that that's right, you know? And he's yeah. like, he picks up on it really quick, and he's like, it was, he's like, ask Devers, he hired the guy that talked to me. Yeah. And then there's a then scuffle in the, the Then, okay. Because I couldn't remember when the gunshot Basically, happened. Basically, everyone's on edge because she gave yeah. him a shot of survive. When he was right, and he's and he yeah, he's being tortured, but basically he's all jacked up on some like meth, or right? Whatever, right? Was it heroin? Well, no, it's opium. It's, it's just not all heroin. But, but <laughs> she had to. It's like adrenaline and opioids. I'm or whatever. aware of that, but she couldn't get the opioids that she wanted, so I think she settled. She for did buy heroin. heroin. She bought. Oh, heroin that's right. In powder form. I forgot that's what about I'm that. Her new supply yeah. is with heroin. Okay. Poor she Kevin. She had to work with what she had. <laughs> 
he's all sorts of jacked up. Which yeah. Is good his feet are like boiled. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> you have those boiled feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, poor Kevin. Okay, so everyone's on edge because like she's making all this progress, and then all that happens. Wait, now that I think about happens. that, that he's like on what heroin, and he has the presence of mind to like go along with all of this. Because it's like other stuff. I mean, I've never been on that. I mean, I'm imagining okay. it's not. I imagine like she did something things. to okay. the heroin yeah. to make right. it okay. Just, like you're on heroin. No, okay. Yeah. She she had like, It's not like he snorted it. No, she had a concoction, but normally she used just regular opioids. But you have to have the supply, and she was kind of dealing with what she had. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's gonna get him real jacked up. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's all the way up. Really, yeah, later. <laughs> yeah. So, luckily at this point, I think she like unleashes an EMP or something because all the lights go out and it goes completely mm-hmm. dark. Yeah. Um, and then that's when the shooting happens. And yeah. the shooting, the whole that whole bit was pretty quick. Like she gets Kevin gun, she has gun, she's firing. Yeah. Daniel's under strict instructions to like hit the floor the moment right. that the shooting Things starts. Go down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they successfully take out everyone in the room. Yeah. And they successfully take out Deavers. Yes. And Karsten gets shot in the process. Yes. I think trying to protect Daniel, it sounds like, maybe. I think, well, yeah, because he, he had the rings, right? Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> ringed, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, <laughs> the two guys standing next to him. Stabbing, because rings sound stabbing. real weird. <laughs> it does sound when weird. When you're ringing people. I don't, yeah, I don't remember if he was trying to help him or not. He said later that I Carson feel like it was... stole the gun off the person next to okay. him, and then Carson... they got shot that way. I think Devers is the one that shot him. Yeah, Devers. Is it Devers that shot, shot Daniel? Because Devers yeah. and Carson hated each other yeah. anyway. Right. Devers shot. He was probably uh, trying Daniel, to shoot Carson. And he shot to kill, and then he shot Carson. But when okay. the bodies, I think before the bodies fell. Either way, when he was down mm-hmm. below, that's when he used the ring to cut their ankles of those two guards. Yeah. And then the one guard With fell the, on him. Yeah, and then they yeah. fell on him and he couldn't push them off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, in the end, good for him because it applied pressure that was needed because he'd been yeah. shot through the chest. Yeah. So after everything's happened and then Kevin takes care of Deavers, yeah. um, she, they both, well, they realize that Daniel has been shot through the chest, through the heart. Well, and, I mean, there's a good, well, it was a minute in the audio book not you know whatever page and mm-hmm. the thing where she's like well he's dead now yeah yeah she thinks he's dead. <laughs> he's dead and then she's like wait a minute he's breathing why is he breathing but and he's then dead. it's the whole why wouldn't you take his pulse <laughs> yeah yeah why wouldn't you yeah but then it became the whole his heart's on the other side thing Hello. and this is where i it kind of lost me because i totally 100 percent thought this wasn't real yeah it's like that's not a real thing is bullshit. it okay well it <laughs> but is real. it it's is real. real kids it's but real i did not think it was real so luckily because he's a mere twin and he's the opposite one yeah. uh which apparently makes him like a sweetheart and <laughs> having extreme judgment capabilities yeah. also all of his organs are on the wrong side yeah. so getting shot on the left side through your heart for him was like nothing it's it okay just graze his lung or something yeah so or something she patches him up they get him to a veterinarian i thought that was really cute actually. <laughs> yeah. like it was daniel and kevin's childhood vet yeah from their first einstein because <laughs> yeah, this is like the one. third or something yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cute, yeah, was and cute. he. I just liked that interaction. <laughs> like when he was like, "Remember, my best friend got caught in a bear trap," and he's like, "Such and such got caught in a bear trap," and he's like, "That was never no. my best friend." <laughs> I was like, "It's obviously Einstein." It was clearly the dog. God, you don't know your brother at all. And so, clearly, where's your twin yeah. connection? Yeah. So yeah, 
So luckily, Daniel, then everyone's fine. Right. Val and shows up. Who right. shows up? Oh, Val shows yeah. up. Yeah. Well, and for me, this is kind of where it it ended. Like I kind of I was like, okay, well, everything's done, and then I forgot that it wasn't really, but everything else was kind of anticlimactic from this point. And there were yeah. like seventeen pages left at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I think we hear about, oh, my gosh, I was about to call him Pence. Pace. <laughs> Just in the news. Yeah. Right? Like, like an oh, article that he had he a died of a heart attack or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then that's it. And then the epilogue. Yeah. Is that right? So, yeah. So, basically, Kevin's like, where, you know, do you have a place to go or whatever? You that's know? right. Yeah. Because he, and this is sad, because Kevin knows that Daniel's not going with him. Right. Not necessarily with him. Right. Like, he knows Although they've known Alex for like two weeks tops, he's gonna go with her. That that Daniel's going with Alex and not him, which that you can tell it makes Kevin really sad. Right. Although he would never admit it, and Alex luckily knows this, and was like, "We haven't talked about it, but I don't think he wants to go without you. Like, I think he thinks you're coming with us." Yeah. And he's just kind of like, "Oh, if I must tag along with my <laughs> dumb brother, I guess yeah. I'll come along." Yeah. You know, and so because he really wants to go too, yeah. and she's like, "Okay, you know." And he's like, what about Denver or something? Or what about Colorado or something? Yeah, yeah. Because he has a multitude, apparently, of safe houses. Yeah. Which is smart. And, and that's really how the book ends. Like, we'll yeah. go to Denver. And, like, Daniel's fine. He's awake. Kevin's fine. His feet are healing. Yeah. And she didn't get injured at all, so she's fine. Yeah. All the bad guys are dead. Yeah. Clean rep. Yeah. And then there's an epilogue, which at first I was like, what the hell is the epilogue? Was that an epilogue about the audiobook? Yeah. Okay, good. I was like, what the hell is the epilogue about? Because yeah. it's like this guy that has a reality TV show. Like, I mean, you like, didn't see that that's where it was going because no. Daniel loves to cook and that was very obvious throughout the book. Oh, yeah. He talks about food a lot. Yeah. So, um, I kind of figured. Yeah, it's like a. Not like a diner's drive like, and dive yeah. show. Yeah. And they've selected this random restaurant in Colorado. And everyone loves it. Everyone's and so good. Yeah. And so good. They reach out and their names are all very similar. It's like Nathaniel, Ellie, or Ellis or something. I think it was Ellis. And yeah. Because it sticks is. with the boy name. I don't remember. But it's something Weird. very similar. Yeah. And he's like, We've heard your food's great and we want you on our show. And you can hear like two <laughs> dogs like, in the background. No. She's like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, like, can tell he she hurt his feelings, and yeah. she's like, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> she has some, like, be a story about, like, an ex-wife coming at him for money or something. Yeah. Like, we can't appear like we're doing too well. Right. We can't be on the television. Sorry, kid. Right. And and then that's it. So and we that's know it. we know that from that, that they're living in Colorado somewhere with a lovely restaurant. Yeah. Outside of Boulder. Yeah. And that's the buck. That's it. Ta-da. Yeah. Ta-da. But yeah, I liked it. Um, I liked it. It was definitely. What, what are we star rating this on? Oh, okay. <laughs> so remind me, it's out of five. Out of five. And five is like your favorite book of all time, or favorite books of all time. I'm gonna go with two point seven five. Really? <laughs> and you said this was your favorite one, but as, what Alice forgot. As we talked about <laughs> it, I changed my mind, and I put Alice at three. I think so. I can't oh, yeah. put it over that. Yeah, I mean, you can. You can do whatever you want. Unless I put it at four. I don't remember. So I did really like it when I was reading it. It was fun. Well, listening to it. It was fun. I tend to like, I gravitate towards, like, the mystery stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do have to be honest, the more we talked about it, the more kind of the inconsistencies popped up to me and made me a little bit annoyed. (laughs) But as a whole, it was fun, and I liked it. So I'm going to say... I'll say three to round it. 
rounded up from yeah. 2.75. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, Alicia, where are you at? What's your star rating? I'm thinking like a three and a half for me. Three and a half. All right. That's high. You don't, where are you at? I think I'm going to go a three on this one. Oh, okay. Just because I mean, it that's was not, good. not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's no wrong answer. Maybe are we keeping a running tally? Because <laughs> um, I don't remember. Yeah. I feel like if I'm comparing this to The Host, which is both books are non-Twilight, Stephanie Meyer. So like Twilight's its own level of mm -hmm. reading. And I think a lot of people that read Twilight don't like The Host or probably this book because it's not. They didn't like The Host. It's yeah. not. Yeah. The same mm -hmm. thing, which is fine with me. But I think I preferred The Host to this. Mm -hmm. um, I did too. Granted, it was slow in the beginning. It was very slow in the beginning, but I think I enjoyed the character development a little bit more mm -hmm. um, than this one. Yeah. But yeah. I appreciated yeah. this book because it was very well done, I thought, for the most part, with all the spy stuff. Like, I think she yeah. did a really good job with it. It just, I didn't, like, love it. Like, it's, I, I, yeah. I could read the host again if I really wanted to. And this one, I'm like, I could, but, like, mm -hmm. I probably yeah, would really something to. else first. Yeah. I'm going to give this a three. Okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was overall well-written. Um, but yeah, I, it was hard for me to get into the romance because yes. I found it extremely unbelievable. Yeah. And that is why I'm giving it a three. So our average is 3.167, you guys, for this book. And I'll look up, um, cause I have somewhere I have a tally. Okay. So, but I think that this is underneath what Alice forgot. Yeah. And I don't, I think it's under in a dark, dark wood. Yeah. yeah. Just cause I rated that really high. Um, so Yeah. But it was really good. It was definitely worth the read. I'm glad I read it. Yeah. Me it too. Fun, it, was a good it was a fun story. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And like I said, there were surprises. And I like that. Mm. Well, for me, the, the oh, pace okay. thing. The pacing was surprising. Oh, okay, was, yeah. I didn't see that coming in. I knew it was going to be yeah. someone, but I didn't expect it just to be like... That's this, true. The stupid... Just because it's so relatable that you don't want to talk about like politics and the news <laughs> and like you don't care. Yeah. And that's all the 24 news cycles covering. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to really turn out to be anything besides just like... This is what's on the news every day. Right, it's just right, commentary, right. you know? And so, like, unless it was, like, playoff season of a sport, like, what else are they going to be covering right. all the time? Yeah. Um, so I was surprised and relieved when that's what it was. Yeah. I was like, haha, that would make sense. I can see that. You know, so anyway, so um, join us next week. Uh, or not next week. Ha! <laughs> next month. We may have a delay because we're going to be doing some, some travel in September, so... We may have to meet a little bit later. It may not come out until the beginning of October. We may not even record to the beginning of October. We're kind of winging it. Um, <laughs> but either way, we've picked our book. Yes. It's yes. called something? Still Lives. It's called Still Lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's by Maria... Something. Hemel? I'll post about it, you guys. I'll post about it. It's on Reese Witherspoon's <laughs> book club. It's also on Reese Witherspoon's <laughs> book club for August. Yes, it is Still Lives by Maria Hummel, H-U-M-M-E-L. Uh, we'll all be picking up our copies, or Susie will be using her Audible credit. All the way. To, to bust that baby down. And I'm super excited for this book, and I I trust that it's good because Reese Witherspoon <laughs> told me it is. Yeah. <laughs> better be but i believe in her and <laughs> her story so in her book club so um join us it'll be great if you want to reach out to us regarding anything we've talked about or with any book ideas or recommendations or any thoughts that you had on any of the books we read um you can reach out to me at my instagram which is at ashley finley writer 
or my website www.landlock-mermaid.com and I really think that's the best way or through Anchor if you want to get on the Anchor podcast app I think you can just leave us messages through that directly and so I don't get notifications so thank you guys so much and we'll talk to you later bye bye Thank you.